Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. If you've listened to this podcast for more than 10 seconds, you know that my entire goal is to get you to schedule more visits. Most major gift fundraisers fail in this industry because they do not do the difficult, scary work of scheduling visits with the right people consistently. The majority of my success in major gifts came from constantly seeking to become as effective as possible at scheduling visits. I read tons of sales books, watched YouTube videos from sales experts, and studied Jerry Pandas' materials on the matter. On top of that, I practiced. The things I learned from experts gave me the confidence to actually make the calls. Today, I have a great resource that I highly recommend you download. Greg Warner from MarketSmart, this episode's sponsor, has put together a guide to help you schedule more visits. It's titled, Top 10 Tips for Landing More Meetings. Not only does Greg run a company that enables major gift fundraisers to be more effective, but he is a successful entrepreneur that has scheduled countless meetings and been on the receiving end of many people trying to schedule meetings with him. He knows a thing or two about this subject and provides 10 great tips, starting with a quote from someone you know I talk about on this podcast all the time, Jerry Panis. Greg is the real deal, and this guide will help you schedule more visits. Go download it now at imarketsmart.com forward slash more meetings. That's imarketsmart.com forward slash more meetings. The bonus tip, number 11, is my personal favorite. Let me know what you think. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to One Visit Away. Uh, this is a pretty cool week for me because I've just started the pre-sale for my course, Major Gift Millions. So those of you who are in that uh, founding members group, those first 20 people, um, you should have the link to register by now. About half of you have already done so. Um, so thank you for that. And if you haven't, make sure you do that before the end of the day, this Wednesday, the 30th, um, because if you haven't registered by then, um, I'm going to open it up to anybody else that wants to get in for the uh, significant discount and uh, early access to the course. So, and you know, anyone else that is interested in taking the course, it should all be live by the first week of May or so is my is my goal for everyone else. So stay tuned for that. But thank you everyone who has gotten into the founding members group and uh, looking forward to the course beginning. So in this week's episode, I've got mostly just a kind of funny story for you. Um, this was back in college. It was not a visit, but there's a very important fundraising lesson involved in it. So anyway, uh, I don't know, it's just like a random, you know, Thursday afternoon kind of thing. And one of our friends, uh, she she went to go start her car and, and it wasn't turning on. So I think I think my my wife, you know, at the time we were dating, she like called me and wanted me to go over there. So, you know, I go over there, I was really close by and her car's not starting, so you know, we're trying to figure out like, okay, it's probably a dead battery. Like, let me go get my car, whatever. We'll, we'll see if we can get this thing started. But meeting like at the, the way the car was parked, there wasn't a spot 
that you could pull up next to it. Um, so there was no real way to to jumpstart it as as things were right now because there were other cars parked there, but people weren't in them. But anyway, like kind of right around the time I arrived, someone uh, left the the open parking, left the spot that was right next to our friend Becca's car. And we're like, oh, perfect. I'll just go get my car. And I had jumper cables in, in my car. We'll, we'll get it started. But right as, as that person left, somebody else drove up in this like brand new Audi. And this, and you know, Becca has her, her hood is, is popped open. So like, it's obvious something's wrong. So the guy in the Audi comes out and he's, he's some sort of like grad student at, at the university. And he, uh, was just a, a super bro-ish looking person. And he, you know, has on his, like (laughs) his double extra small, polo shirt on his uh large sized body and uh so he's just got this like super tight shirt on um and he gets out of this you know expensive expensive new car and he's like oh uh what seems to be the problem here (laughs) and you know we tell him like oh we think it's a uh, it's just a dead battery and he he starts talking about like oh well well, i'm I'm a car guy and i know all about cars so i can i can help you out and he's he's very clear he's trying to be uh extremely impressive and uh and he starts just talking all this like jargon about car stuff and he's like but just like seemingly made up ridiculous terms uh overcomplicating the situation he's just like yeah you know sometimes in these these older hondas you're uh you know you're your pistons can get dragged up and, uh, you know, you might have a problem with your flux capacitor, uh, you know, connecting to the crankshaft. And, and he's just like saying all this nonsense. And <laughs> and so we're like, okay, we, uh, we're, we're pretty sure it's just a dead battery. And, <laughs> and meanwhile, while he's uh, going off on all these complicated theories about what could be going on, um, one of the campus safety officers drives by and he sees what's going on. So he's like, Hey, let me just go get some, some jumper cables. Now, now, meanwhile, uh, the Audi bro is like, Oh, well I can, you know, I, I can hook you up. And I think I, maybe I had already gotten my jumper cables at this point. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think maybe I'd gotten my car kind of nearby. So I had my jumper cables for whatever reason. We now had jumper cables and this guy's car was, was in the spot. And so he was like, "Oh well, well, I can jump it. Let me just, let me just, you know, uh, get it connected to my battery." So he he opens and, and he's telling us how he, you know, recently bought this Audi and he was very, very pleased with his uh, his excellent car purchase. So he he pops the hood on the Audi and he starts looking around and he's it's he's like spending a lot of time looking for the battery and he's getting kind of frantic. And then he's like, "Uh, uh." I you know, you know sometimes in these these expensive cars they they put the battery in the uh, in the trunk and so it's like becoming very awkward that he can't find the battery in in his car <laughs> and then he he goes around to the trunk he's like digging around there and he just can't find the battery and so he starts trying to make up all these excuses so that he he can save face and then uh, eventually after you know 
two minutes of frantic looking, he's just like, uh, and comes up with some excuse, and then he just gets in his car and drives off. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, um, the campus safety officer, Dave, just drives up um, in in his vehicle, and he jump-starts the car. Everything's fine, and uh, the the day was saved with just a a little assistance from the right person. And now, why in the world am I am I bringing this this story up? Well, I this is a message that I've I think is you know done a good job of being spread around in the nonprofit world and just the the business world in general. Um, it's just the idea that. Don't pretend that you know things that you don't, um, or you know. In, in other ways, like don't don't give answers to things you don't know the questions to. You know, we we see it, it's so easy in the you know work of major gifts. Like if if you work for an, for a nonprofit, it can be incredibly complex. I mean, just the the amount of information that you could have about your organization is almost infinite in some ways because you're only limited by the curiosity of the donor or the prospective donor and things that they might wonder about questions that they might have could very well be things that no one in your organization has ever considered. And so you're going to be asked questions that you don't know the answer to and Sometimes they will be questions that maybe you should know the answer to. Like they're kind of obvious things that anyone with a basic understanding should know the answer to. But sometimes we just forget. Or sometimes we, I don't know, we just get busy with other stuff and we didn't know the answer to that question. And if when that happens, you need to just tell the donor, I don't know. That's a great question. Let me find out for you. And I mean, one thing is that it just gives you the opportunity to uh, schedule another visit. Hey, I found out the information. Would love to get back together and share with you what I found out. Um, but then more importantly, it just it just creates trust. And so when we saw, you know, Audi bro who was pretending to be something that he wasn't, uh, a car expert. And, you know, by the way, a lot of times you can tell if someone's really an expert in something by how simply they can explain something. So it's like if if someone's really, really knowledgeable about something, um, they can usually explain it in terms that are very basic and allow someone else to get a basic grip very easily. If you're just kind of, I know a little bit about this, but I want to seem like I know a lot about it, you tend to talk in extremely complex ways and going around uh i don't know just going in (laughs) circles and kind of confusing people and so yeah don't ever do that If, if you're not an expert on something don't pretend that you are if you don't if you don't know the answer to a question just tell the donor and it might seem so obvious but i've actually seen people not do this. I've seen people during visits get asked questions by donors and they make up an answer and they just, they're just lying to the donor. They just, they know they don't know the answer, but they just say something so they don't look like an idiot. And congratulations, you have now proved yourself not only to be an idiot, but to be untrustworthy. Um, 
neither of those are uh, helpful things to success in major gifts. So, yeah, that's pretty basic, but uh, <laughs> you can sum up uh, the advice in this episode to don't be an idiot and don't be a liar. And if you can, if you can master those two things, you can go pretty far in major gifts. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sort of joking, but I'm also being serious. There's a, there's an element of just radical authenticity that really helps people trust you because if 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 the donor ever has questions of like what your real motive is um it makes it very difficult to to share things openly with you and have productive conversations so that's the advice in the for any fans of the office one of my favorite favorite lines when uh <laughs> when Dwight Schrute is asked what's the most uh important advice Michael Scott has ever given him and he says don't be an idiot and he goes anytime i am about to do something i ask myself would an idiot do that thing and if the answer is yes i do not do it changed my life <laughs> so i hope this episode has changed your life in some way um yeah, don't be the uh, bro in the Audi that pretends he has all the information. Don't try to be some superstar, I know everything. Focus on serving the benefactor. This isn't about you. It's not about proving that you know enough or that you're skilled enough to close the huge gift. You're just there to serve the donor in their relationship with the organization. If you don't know the answer, just let them know. And it's, that's the perfect opportunity to get the next visit scheduled. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. If it has been, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. We're at like 105 five-star ratings, which is really awesome. Really helps the show grow. If you want to help me out and get this podcast into more people's ears, uh, please leave a rating and review there and sh personally share it. Go text one person the link to an episode that you really enjoyed and that helps the word get out a great deal. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, go out there and get some visits scheduled. I know there are a thousand reasons not to go get visits scheduled. You've got the gala coming up. You've got the new case for support is getting worked on. You've got a big board meeting coming up. There's whatever. I guarantee you there's something on your mind that's like, oh, I got to take care of that. I'll get to scheduling visits later. Do it today. This is the most important thing in your job. If you're not in front of donors, nothing good's going to happen. You've got to make that the priority. The other things will fit in around when you're going to visit with people. Get the visit scheduled. Everything else will fall into place from there. I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from not being an idiot and proving that you're trustworthy, and that will lead to closing significant gifts for your nonprofit.